coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida. Welcome to the Paper Stack Podcast, where we cover current topics in the note industry, give you tactics for your note business, and talk with industry leaders to make you a better note investor. And now, your hosts, Brett Berkey and Rick Allen. Hey, welcome back to the Paper Stack Podcast. My name is Rick Allen, my co host here, Brett Berkey, coming to you live. Well, it's live for us. For a, uh, another edition of the Paper Stack Podcast. Man, what's going on? Not much. I'm getting ready for the holidays, getting ready to wind down. Oh, Hope, man. Hoping it's... for a slow week so I can do some. This is all the, the time of the year where I actually like to get some education done, you mm-hmm. know, because nobody's, you know, you expect it to be slow so you can actually get there and, like, I, you know, got a couple of marketing courses. Yeah, it's about to hit, like, the wall of slow. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it, we whatever. Still, we kind of. What's crazy is we kind of stay a little bit busy because people are still out there. They're winding down their portfolios. They're winding down their portfolios, but also you get people who are like, oh, man, I got I to gotta put some money out or I got to. Or maybe they're buying somebody a note for Christmas. And they've got, well, they've got time, too. <laughs> it's like people can stop and start That's diving in. And um, while some people are slow, there's other people out there who are buying. And I always, some of my best deals I've purchased in December. Like the because base, nobody else is bidding, nobody right? Nobody else is bidding. That's pretty smart. I didn't I think get of that. Them, yeah, I go fishing while nobody else is. That's smart. Plus, I have actually a little extra time. Like I said, things are a little bit slower, a little more chaotic personally, but you can get in there, run some due diligence, figure out what's going on, and right. just you, make some good good deals. You go anywhere for the holidays? You stay in here? Um, we'll go up to the Panhandle, we, you know, 6,400 acres up there for a hunting lease. So we'll be up there um, for a week in the woods with no power or anything well we got generators but you know kids riding around four-wheelers just decompressing nice. and we'll usually are back by uh for new year's to stay in our neighborhood go around there and say hello that's right kind of keep it low-key the last year was the last year that we mean you sit on the tailgate till like three in the morning oh my gosh it was yeah it was that was last year it was last year we were up it was past that it was about almost four thirty-five o'clock that won't happen again this year. No. I'm too old for that. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so I say. But, yeah. What about you? Do you want anything going on? I mean, I should. And I shouldn't just sit around and, I mean, I want to make sure my kids are busy, not just sitting around, the, you know, mm-hmm. make sure, you know, we're doing stuff. But oh, yeah. I've swore off kind of going on any more vacations for the year. <laughs> you know, my wife Vacation went, hibernation. Uh, dude, seriously, my wife's like, well, let's go for, you know, she was wanting to go for a cruise. I'm like... No, you know they can just can we just take a break like just but I mean yeah, you've been traveling a lot but yeah yeah so but All right. whatever but well, yeah so this this week um, what do you got for us so I had an interesting question where it was something that yes it can go a couple different ways where it's, if you're basing your bid basing your yield do you always base it off the UPB and why would you never base it off the total payoff. And my request, mm. my response to that was, well, in total payoff, you know, it, you might have other stuff that might not go to you. There might be like escrow and. Uh, there is, and oftentimes, like if you're bidding on total payoff, you got to prove that. What do you mean by that? You got to prove that that money is owed. So, if it were passed due taxes or something like that, you have to prove that that money was actually paid in. So, in the total payoff. So sometimes I've had issues where, um, and that really stems from if you buy something and it's got a larger, you know, you're bidding on the larger payoff, and then you go, like, look, I need to verify that, and you're 
your servicer is like, well, this is what we can actually show and verify. Here's what we have receipts for. Mm -hmm. So if there wasn't good record keeping before and you bid on the total payoff, but, you know, say it was the UPB is 100 and total payoff is 143, but they can only show 126. Interesting. They can only, they can, like, I can only prove that. So we've had to, in the past when that's happened, and they've said, you know, well, we can only prove this much. I said, well, if that's what we can prove, then that's what we can enter on the judgment figure. So can't bid over that. So is that something if you're on the platform, is that if I was a buyer... And I'm, and I'm, let's just say, because ideally with total payoff, you're, it's more of a non-performing. Yeah, well, so let's look at when would you do that. Right, okay, start with that. So typically I'm, I'm not ever, I don't, I don't like to bid off of total payoff. That's something that I've seen. I saw it recently in the past when there was no inventory, things were super competitive. Um, the, the real estate market's going bananas. So you kind of have to have this perfect storm of a, a situation where, it, hey, it makes sense mm-hmm. to bid off the perfect or off of the the total amount owed mm-hmm. versus just the UPB. And, you know, obviously the, the asset's worth far more mm-hmm. than the... Um... Are you new to the mortgage note industry? Have you been wanting to learn the step-by-step process to purchase your first mortgage note? Well, you're in luck. We've convinced our CEO, Rick Allen, to break down everything he knows about mortgage note investing. Through a series of 50 videos, you'll get everything from start to finish of where to purchase notes, how to purchase notes, and all of Rick's investing techniques he has developed over the many years. From performing note tactics to non-performing notes, Rick gives you everything he knows about investing. Bonuses include our glossary of industry terms, Rick's own proprietary calculators he created to evaluate notes, discounts from our partners, our Rolodex of vendors, a private Facebook group, along with a lot more. We've packed so much content into the Academy to take you from beginner to expert in no time. To learn more about the Academy, go to academy.paperstack.com slash welcome. Again, that is academy.paperstack.com slash welcome. The asset's worth far more than the the total payoff. So you're really, you're targeting getting that asset or... Ah, okay. That's, I mean, that's really what you're doing there. You're never trying to get that bid over the total, bid on the total amount, which is you're going to wind up bidding most likely over UPB. I mean, otherwise, why would you not just be bidding on the UPB? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because it's like, look, I'll bid you 100% of the UPB. Well... The assets valued it way more. Yeah, it's way more. But if you're bidding like 105% of the balance, well, you're probably bidding on the total payoff. So you would do that when you're trying to get the, the house back. Market super competitive, a lot of bids. You're just trying to spend money. You want to get that asset for some particular reason. That would be the reason why somebody would most likely be bidding over that. Okay. But that usually is most likely going to be with a non-performer. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a non-performing loan. It's not going to be something where it's... So technically, you can, can you basically say almost to a certainty, you know, nothing certain, well, not certain... There was a time when you would have a, you know, maybe a loan at 50% loan-to-value, 13% interest rate, a 12.99% interest rate, and somebody was selling at 103% of the balance. Because somebody's just buying a performing short-term cash flow loan. It's like, look... I'm I'm getting a ten percent yield. I'm happy. Right, 
And that's what some of the bigger players can do because they have more sure. patient money. Yeah. But Interesting. You, don't, you probably won't see that as much anymore with uh, current market conditions, real mm-hmm. estate values contracting a bit, interest rates up, stuff like that. So cost of money's up. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so, but can you say, not, well, not with the complete certainty, that, that that strategy of bidding on a total payoff is usually only going to be... Pre- predominantly, you're going to see it when right. it was, it's a non-performing loan okay, so and the you... market conditions were right for it. Right, so this person... It's, it really, whether it's performing or non-performing, it's really going to be predicated on... What you can collect. The med, well, it's going to, the market conditions are going to be... It's going to have to be right, the right condition for the market. Okay, then, so that... that if there's an abundance of inventory, right. people aren't really doing that. So that, so that, okay, for the question of... You're looking at it. Do I have something on my shirt? Oh, no. Nothing. Uh, so if, if this person was bidding on a performing asset on the site, but mm-hmm. there was a total payoff that was higher than UPB. Mm-hmm. And so I guess they're like, well, should, should I be bidding off the total payoff, but it's performing, or should I be bidding off the UPB? And that, so in that instance, if it's if the total payoff is a certain number and it's a performing asset, there could be some rearage. There could be something where there's a, hey, this is going to be, there's something that's carrying over. Like it was a loan modification and they did something funky in there or they just did where they're taking past due interest mm-hmm. and putting it on the back of the loan into a balloon or something like that. I can see bidding you running into a situation there where you might be bidding over the, the balance if it's got a, a high coupon or something like that. But should they still at that point maybe... Well, it's, that's up to each, in, each, individual, each individual investor or their buyer. It depends on what they're looking for, you know? You can always... I can argue both ways on you should or you shouldn't. It just depends. You know, if I've got a bunch of money I need to put out and I'm happy getting 8% and it's a, a 9.5% loan that I can afford to bid over the price. Right. And over the price would be over the UPB. Over the UPB. If it's a non-performing loan and I got some money to spend and I know I got a good feeling that I can get this borrower to sign a deed in lieu, Mm-mm. right? Right. If I can get them to sign a deed in lieu of foreclosure, well, then it's like, hey, it's not going to go to the, it's not going to go to sale. I won't have to be competing with every other, every other investor who wants to outbid me. On it, I'll just get it before it goes to sale by buying the asset. So I could argue either way. If you remember, I've talked about how I paid nearly par mm-hmm. for a non-performing loan of the balance, or maybe it was the un- maybe it was the the total balance owed. I have to go back and look, but it was it was it was much 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 higher than anybody would have been comfortable paying. Yeah, and you still did good because I knew I I looked at the I read the tea leaves and I could see like, hey man, I can get this borrower to sign over the house. Interesting. So, but, it, was, it was vacant. They weren't living there. They'd already said they would sign the house over. Right. So, but with, no, back to the performing, though. Like, performing, if I'm running, seeing the 10, 10 BII, am I still basing my PV as UPB always? Or? it? Yes, you can do that to start with. So, but now but, as but a seller. Really, the present value is whatever the price they're asking. Okay. So, it's don't, don't get stuck that PV is the balance. It's the price that's being you're you're trying to buy it for, right? Yeah. So you can you you can have the PV is if you pay paid par for it, your numbers will all tie out as far as the payment, how many number of payments left, interest rate, all that stuff. But then when you go in there and you say, okay, you know, it's listed underneath the principal balance. Say it's a hundred thousand dollar principal balance and it's listed at ninety thousand. That becomes your PV. You click on the interest rate and it'll tell you what your yield is. 
versus Got if it. it's a hundred thousand and they want one hundred and three thousand. Mm. You put in 103000 for the PV and then click on the IYR and it's going to tell you your yield at that point. Okay. So, you know, you'll have a situation where it's a, a 10% coupon rate and you're bidding over the value or over the principal balance. Don't expect the, princi- the interest rate to say at 10, it's going to drop mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to, you know, 9.5 or, you know, whatever the numbers dictate. Interesting. Okay. So I guess there's no... It's all. It's it not can, a like it's not a, bit, not a set bidding, science. No, it's 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 not an exact science. Or well, it is an exact science, but it's, you know, it's a. You can look at it a bunch of different ways, and it really comes down to, you know, actually, it is. It's it's just it's a math problem. You just got to figure out where you're going to go within that problem, and then if it's a non-performing side, that's where it becomes a little bit more of an art on basing you know, bids. Basing your bid on it. Look, you know, it's still very mathematically based but looking at why would somebody do that well they they have some sort of they they have some sort of piece of knowledge that they think that they can use that they feel comfortable paying more than the balance they got an ace in the hole they got an ace in the hole that you don't know about right all right so just for example for just i'm setting it up for somebody this is this scenario upbs this is really hard to do if you don't have exact numbers and i don't have a piece of pen and a paper and a calculator to work off of, but let's go. We'll let it rip. <laughs> like, anytime you just say, hey, we're going to make up scenarios on the fly, it, it, quite honestly, it scares me. But here we go. <laughs> UPB is, is 100000 Okay. List prices. Should I be getting out my calculator to work this through? <laughs> if you want to. I don't have, I'm not going to. I don't know what you're expecting. Like, are we going for exacts here or what? Uh, we, well, I don't, I don't, I'm just making up the scenario on the fly as well. So. Well, that's why I don't know what you're looking for. What are you looking for? Um, I have a, I have a UPP of 100000 I have a list price of 95 and I have a total payoff of 105 Which number am I looking at first? Am I looking at the... Okay, so you have a, a UPB of 100 you have a this price of ninety five. Okay. Yeah. In a in a total balance of one hundred five. How far behind is it? Oh, it's it's performing. They just had some. They had they had a loan modification, so the to- total payoff would be one hundred five because they had some stuff. Okay. There. Well, they're selling it underneath the principal balance right now already. So you're paying ninety five percent of the balance. Yeah. So. No. Okay. All right. Never mind. So you're just paying ninety five percent of the balance. You know. If you want to plug it in and figure out, like, okay, if it's, you said 100,000, right? Mm-hmm. 100,000 is the, is the PV. And, the negative rate. Yeah. And then what was the interest rate? 9%. 9? Mm-hmm. 9% is the interest rate. How many payments left? 245. 245 payments, right? So you're getting 839, right? If right. You, that's, that's just the balance. Now, if you go 95,000. 95,000, now your interest rate's 9.72. Right, okay. Okay? Yeah. So, but if you were to bid over that, if you were to bid 102, your interest rate drops at 8.73. Right. But you wouldn't. They're offering 95, so. There'd be no reason to do that. Mm -mm. Yeah, okay. That was a crappy scenario. But hey, you came up with it, man, not me. I'm just giving you the facts. Anyways, I get what you're trying to figure out. It's like when do you bid off of UPB versus when do you bid off of the total payoff. The total payoff. And like I said, it just depends on the deal. It depends performing, non-performing, what's your particular choice on, you know, 
or what's your particular investment thesis? Are you going for performing loans? And this one's at 14% and it's a short-term loan. So you're like, hey, I'll bid over it because all I need is a 12 to make my numbers work. Mm -hmm. And I like the way the deal works. It's in my backyard. Fine, great, do it that way. Maybe it's non-performing and you're willing to bid over it because, hey, I just happen to know that that borrower is willing to sign the house over. Right. But something went wrong where the attorney who tried to get him to sign a deed in lieu before was a jerk to him, and they just said, I'm not talking to them anymore. And you know, that you're a, you know that you're a people person, and you can, hey, I can get them to sign this over. I can cut them a few bucks and make a win-win for everybody if you're going to maybe bid over there. So it really just depends on each situation. Okay, well, good. Well, we got an answer. So Got an answer. Hope that helps you out. It's a good one. People ask that all the time. The days of just saying, hey, I'm bidding 75% of the balance. Like you need to, you're just, if you want to be competitive, you need to, you need to put some thought into every bid and understand why you're making your bid and look at each, each asset. Okay, well, cool. Right. I guess that's it for this one. Um, yes. We next one will probably be happy holidays. We'll be a, well, we might next one might have some holiday hats on. I don't know. Maybe candy canes in her mouth. I don't know. <laughs> Eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then we'll see you on the next one. See you. Bye. Are you new to the mortgage note industry? Have you been wanting to learn the step-by-step -step process to purchase your first mortgage note? Well, you're in luck. We've convinced our CEO Rick Allen to break down everything he knows about mortgage note investing. Through a series of 50 videos, you'll get everything from start to finish of where to purchase notes, how to purchase notes, and all of Rick's investing techniques he has developed over the many years. From performing note tactics to non-performing notes, Rick gives you everything he knows about investing. Bonuses include our glossary of industry terms, Rick's own proprietary calculators he created to evaluate notes, discounts from our partners, our Rolodex of vendors, a private Facebook group, along with a lot more. We've packed so much content into the Academy to take you from beginner to expert in no time. To learn more about the Academy, go to academy.paperstack.com welcome. Again, that is academy.paperstack.com welcome.